Welcome to Side Order, that extra little bit of seconds you always crave. With me, Matt, and the one and only Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. There we go. That's an intro right there. Nailed it. First time. Yes. No hesitation. Yes, 100%. Cool. Well, I am very, very tired. I sound extremely sexy because I'm coming off the back of an illness. Can you tell? <laughs> I can when you keep coughing everywhere. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Coughing all over the internet. It's fine. When I say we're going to infect people's ears, this is how I mean. We're going to go viral in the wrongest sort of sense of the word. <laughs> Gross. But aside, Gross. But aside from that, I'm I'm okay. I've watched a lot. I've played a lot. But I'm going to keep it concise because we've got a big, dirty, great, big, long topic to get through. That we have. That we have. We have indeed. Well, um, based on my tiredness levels... I can summarise what I've watched quite quickly. Okay, go for it. So, uh, Middle Earth is safe. Good, good. Bleasty. Fortunately, Samwise was there and he sorted Frodo out, useless bastard. <laughs> uh, and there was a happy ending. Uh, so all is well in the world. Good, good. With 12 multiple endings. Um, you know. Because you need to be sure yeah, that it's finished. Yeah. The ending that keeps on giving. That's the one. Yep, that's right. I, I have seen, I have been and watched and enjoyed The Two Towers and Return of the King, and they hold up very well. Excellent. Uh, in the time since, I have watched some movies on that Netflix business. I have watched a movie film called The Clove Hitch Killer. Right, I've not heard of that one. Um, It's fucking weird. Right. Is it fictional or it, is it... It's, it draws inspiration from real life, but it is fictional. Right. Um. Basically, a scout leader... Uh, scout leader's son suspects his father of being a serial killer, even though he's not done serial killing for ten years. Right. Um... And it kind of goes from there, but it doesn't really go anywhere, and it's just a bit, bit odd. I've been meaning to talk to you. You know we're made in God's image. But men like you and me, we got thoughts. I don't think he stopped killing. I think there's more than ten victims. You can't control what pops into your head, right? He has pictures. I mean, what if a thought popped into your head right now? A bad thought. Does that look like your father's handwriting? Something like grabbing one of these tools and wham! There. Awkward talk with Dad. Over! This, this, yeah, I, I can't really say much about it other than I'm just a bit tired. <laughs> um, the other film I watched, which was actually very, very good, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. The Guilty. I haven't heard of that. What's that then? That's on Netflix. It's a chamber film, so it follows Jake Gyllenhaal, doesn't leave him at all, and he is a policeman officer in America. Okay. Who, who is? Uh, I think he's he's done he's done a naughty thing. Right. And he and as part of his punishment pending his trial and hearing, he's been redeployed. Uh, 
as a control room operator, so you know the folks that take 911 calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What service do you require? Yeah. He's the police equivalent of that. When someone calls through asking for police, chances are you could reach Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, and essentially, the plot of the film follows his like, last night as a call centre operator. 911, what is the address of your emergency? I just want to talk to you. Okay, I'm hanging up. Just stop for a drive, sweetie, okay? Is there someone with you? Uh huh. Is the person you're with know you called us? No. Who do they think you called? Your child? Yes, sweetie. Does the person you're with have a weapon? Yes. I need the color of the car, okay? When I say the right one, say it's fine. Red? White? It's fine. Is it a car? No, just yes or no, just yes or no answers, Emma. I'm sorry, I have to hang on. Give me the phone right now. I'm gonna die. You have to be a really good actor to pull off a chamber film. Chamber film being where it follows one person exclusively, mm, doesn't yeah. leave their side. And uh, Jake well, Jake nails it. Highly recommend he that. Is a, Jake Gyllenhaal is one of those actors that he is quite strong in kind of everything that he does but it's only really when you sit there and think about it you go actually yeah he's pretty bloody good because I I think the main thing I only really know him from is like source code and he's he is exceptional in source code although I've got a lot of time for that film I haven't seen it in such a long time but it's very very good now much like the rest of the UK population I have watched The Squid Game have you now? I haven't got round to it yet. <laughs> How is Yeah, that? so uh, I made a point of watching it in Korean with English subtitles because the trailer was dubbed in English, oh my lord. I was like, this is like bad, like 70s kung fu dubbing. Like, yeah. they're just dragging people off the street to ham it up. I'm like, nah, I've got to watch it in Korean. Yeah. And I think that helped it. But for me, wasn't violent enough a lot of people are saying it's very violent and I'm like nah this is not uh, battle royale violent it's nowhere near that this is more like probably a step above Hunger Games violence okay is it is it more of a psychological thriller than in a way is it is it a lot more implied as opposed to visceral so people's minds are doing a lot more of the work no, it's just not particularly violent. Like, you'll see people get shot in the head and stuff, and there's a little bit of blood, but it's not... Yeah, I'm just wondering... Not, it, it it doesn't go far enough, and the games they have them do aren't quite violent enough for me. And my biggest criticism hmm. is the lead character is a complete... Oh, it's just such a wanker. <laughs> the whole time just winds me up no end. And at the end... He kind of gets to a point of making some decisions and I'm just like you're a complete wanker and idiot you failed as a as a human <laughs> um, I, I was just so angry I'm like have you learned nothing at all and no he didn't and I'm like if they make a second season which apparently they are I will not be watching it that's fair I know a lot of the thing about this um, Squid Game thing was, oh, the guy shopped it around for 10 years and everybody's taking it as, oh, you, you that just goes to show you should never give up on your dreams and you should you should keep aspiring, aspiring to them and things. And, and I'm just thinking, well, just, just do it yourself. If you really want to make something that bad, 
just just self write it with more um write it with more violence well not even that just fund it yourself which is a lot easier said than done admittedly but just do it yourself you know but that's more of the sort of the um indie indie film darling inside of me but there you go <laughs> yeah I, overall wasn't impressed watched it all but was not impressed no fair uh, enough in other news uh, I f- watched the zombie episode of Marvel's What If oh yeah 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 how was it I I liked it okay then <laughs> I, 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 I can't say much more than that because spoilers like literally everything I could possibly yeah. say about it is yeah. I was going to say please bear in mind uh, I do spoilers, watch, but I do want to watch What If at yeah. some point so yeah because <laughs> those yeah, no, I, those I, two episodes that we watched together, I think when they originally was it two or three? Because we saw up to uh, was it T'Challa goes to space instead of uh, Peter Quill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those episodes that we saw, well, I really, really enjoyed, and I do plan <clears> on watching the rest of them at some point. I've just had so much going on, and illness and dying and everything, so. They're surprisingly good, and I've got used to uh, the voice actors that aren't the movie ones. So Robert Downey does not reprise his role. Chris Evans does not reprise his role. No. Um, Tom Holland doesn't either. Oddly enough. Oh. Must. I'm not sure why. I'm going to blame Sony. Probably. Speaking of Sony. Yes. You and I made a trip to see. Venom. We did. We saw at time of recording. We're recording this on the twentieth of October, on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, we saw Venom. Let there be carnage last night. Um, I think we came out kind of both on the same uh, kind of critical thought of it. I know we, there was a slight disagreement with the end of it, as in the post-credit scene. But we'll get there when we get there. But. Uh, well, this is the thing. Post-credit scenes, I think, we're all in agreement that for fuck's sake shouldn't have done that. But in terms of the movie itself, as really, you don't watch a whole film to discuss the post-credit scene. You watch the film to discuss the film. Yes. Um, the film itself, hour and a half, really lean. Um, about an hour of setup with Eddie Brock doing his odd couple humour with Venom. Mm. Fine. Um, my issue was again not violent enough like you've set up that Venom and they explain it here needs to eat human brains that's that's just his dietary uh, needs yeah Um, so what straight away they go well that's what he needs to do so straight away we don't want him to do that and I'm like why introduce it as a thing if you're not going to let him do it in the first film you had no issues with him munching on people in this one you're suddenly like I think only two or three people lose their heads that overall the violence wasn't much for me even when Carnage started doing Carnage it's a bit tame yeah but I did like the reference to Carnage hacking the internet goes back to that really weird 90s comic um, so I got some of the more explicit references but overall I was just a bit like it's just a bit naff isn't it very much reminded me of like an early 2000s superhero film that's a good before they'd kind of settled into their groove that that's a good shout actually because like I say I I enjoyed the pace of it because it's it god it's just so fastly paced isn't it it's just kind of 
bam, 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 it's all happening so fast and it's like breakneck speed to keep up, which I haven't got a problem with. It's fine. I feel well, like... that would have been fine, except the film should have started with uh, Woody Harrison having his final visit with Eddie Brock. Everything before that should have just been a montage. Should have started there so we could get much more carnage rather than lots of plodding. I feel like... See, this is a very strange kind of... Uh, opposite to what I what I normally say. I feel like if they put another 10 minutes in it, if there was another 10 minutes just to kind of break up the flow a little bit, whether it be more character stuff with, uh, with Carnage and Cletus or more stuff between uh, Venom and Eddie or, you know, the no, interaction... No, I didn't need well, more I don't of that. Know. It, it, it needed more Carnage. It even needed more Cletus Clay. No, that's the character in The Simpsons. <laughs> it needed more Cletus to slack Georgie Oakle doing serial <laughs> killing before his incarceration. Yeah. Or it needed, once he'd broke out his carnage, it needed more actual carnage. Yeah. To kind of build up the stakes a bit. And, and the thing that I didn't like, the girlfriend, girlfriend's boyfriend, fiance, I'm just like... You've only put them back in the film so the internet weirdos who like fairies can go, oh, woman, venom, oh, cool, <laughs> woof. <laughs> That's the only reason they're brought back, otherwise that character serves no purpose. And and again, much like my criticism with quite a few of the Wolverine films, where they depowered Wolverine, why in this, spoilers everybody, does um, the symbiote have to go, yeah, I don't want to hang out with Eddie anymore. I'm like, it's, it's, it's just... A little bit too unnecessary. Yeah. I, yeah. It was fine, but I had more issues with it than enjoyment. I think it needed another... And I went in not... It, I went I went in there expecting nothing. And to come out with that attitude, I'm like, that, that film failed. That, which is really poor, considering that the first one is not a good movie by any means. But it's so weird and so tonally all over the shop. It's enjoyable. This one kind of... It seems like it was kind of go, go hard on the more wacky and the more zany. But it just didn't really work for me. Mm. I mean, the action well, the action was pretty good. I mean, I kind of went in thinking... Oh, it's Andy Circus. So at least the motion capture stuff's going to be pretty good. But even then, I couldn't really tell whether it was. It wasn't. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it wasn't. wasn't really mocapped, was it? It was just kind of. Um... Uh, well, apparently, I'm fucked if I could see it in the film. You had dancers do some of Carnage's movements and that to make it look really good. And I'm going, well, did you not put that footage in the film? I I did not get anything from it, and. I kind of now want to get spoilery, so here's your spoiler warning. If you don't want to hear spoilers, skip forward to the timestamp I'll put in in post. Basically, I didn't want a post credit scene. I didn't want Venom to go to the MCU, even just for a cameo thing. It's unnecessary. But more importantly, I think the reason why they had him go more odd couple and silly, new to him essentially, 
is so that he could plausibly exist in the MCU. As if they just had him in this being super violent and munching on people, well, I ain't going to fly in a main MCU film. But he didn't even munch on anyone. That's the problem. Every time, any time either of the symbiotes went to munch on someone's it, head, it, something would either distract them or cut away. It's like that it, old No, that's what I mean. From... Com- compared, to the, compared to the first film where he did, he was just eating people. Yeah. That's what I mean. In this one, they've deliberately neutered him yeah. so that he won't munch on people. That way, when he appears in No Way Home, is gonna, he can be much tamer and they can kind of go, well, that's just how the characters transition. Yeah. So it's not such a hard change. And I'm like, it's bullshit. I don't want him in the MCU. Does does even for a brief appearance, as I said to you, the only way it would work is if he's in the background biting off fake venom from Spider Man Three's head, and then just leaving. <laughs> that, that's the only way I could accept that. I was um. He he, he just swings in, bites off Topher Grace's head, and then fucks off. <laughs> what was it I said to you last night? It was um something along the lines of it'd be fine if they just have him swinging in the back. Like Spider Man's just swinging through the city, and then you just hear Venom out of the background go "pussy" <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Just, just just shouting something annoying at him. But um, yeah, I did. I could have done without that post-credit scene. It it didn't really do anything for me. Uh, Kevin Feige's now come out and said, "Oh, by the way, yeah, we worked on that together with um." With it, and it's like, nah. uh, but even then, I know obviously Sony is gonna want to cross it all over, but yeah, do do they have to at this point? Took a bad film, took a bad film and made it worse. Do do they have to do that right now? Could we not have had another film with, uh, God, what's the name of that other symbiote? Um, that they're leading up to Toxin. Toxin, fucking symbiote, stupid names. They're all the bloody same, aren't they? The thing is. If they want a Spider-Man fighting a Venom, they can just get Andrew Garfield back. Or at the end of No Way Home, because Tom Holland contract is up, Venom could have just appeared, grabbed him, and dragged him through to his universe so Tom Holland can be in Sony purgatory. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what it should have been. I don't know what just, they're going to do uh, with it. I mean, I will probably see another film, another Venom, because I have so much fun with that first one every single time but I mean yeah. I kind of went in with this one thinking oh it's, it'll be totally consistent and it kind of was and I was like oh I don't really want this yeah wasn't wasn't the tone we wanted it wasn't though. what we wanted but then I didn't know what I wanted so well I wanted as I said in the film Lethal Protector I wanted him being an anti-hero but I wanted him munching on baddies and just generally fucking the place up the whole time yeah, uh, you, you know, that, that's yeah. I'm bored about talking about that now. Um, <laughs> should we should we move across to what I've been watching then? I, I was going to say any like, any last thoughts before I add in a timestamp return. Um, not really. Just Venom Two. Venom goes to a bar is easily the best scene of the whole entire film because I was so confused as to what the hell was going on. Mic drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay, and for timestamp purposes, you've skipped all the Venom spoilers now. Um, just to summarise, didn't like it much. And now we're on to our next topic. Take us away. Cool. So I've been watching some stuff as well, very quickly. Uh, 
So I think I briefly mentioned last time I was going to see Ghost in the Shell in 4K IMAX. Um, just like to say, I saw it. It was absolutely amazing. IMAX is not built for subtitled films because I went in expecting this to be an English dub. It was not. It was the Japanese subtitled version. Um, it hurt my eyes. It was the better version to watch for sure, but my eyes hurt because I didn't know where to look half the time. Because <laughs> IMAX is not one of those formats where it's best suited for subtitles. But alas, you live and you learn, and it's a fantastic film. It's absolutely amazing. I love that film. So, 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 so great. Based off of that, I went, what shall I watch next? Kind of anime-wise. And I went, do you know what? I'm going to watch Akira because I've never seen Akira. And... I'm so glad I did, because Akira is, it really, really is worth the hype and all of the praise that is bestowed upon this film. It is, for me, it took me about 10-15 minutes just to kind of get into the visual style of it, because it's not your typical uh, anime style. It's clearly based off of one artist's style, but this style is... It's not what you typically associate with your stereotypical anime or manga. Do, do you know what I mean? Do, do you follow me? Yeah. So rather than having the look of it that I expected it to have, it didn't have that look. So it took me a little while to adjust to it, especially because I'd literally just watched like Ghost in the Shell a couple of days before or whatever. But this film is absolutely amazing. It's Akira is just wonderful. Um, I'm sure everybody knows of the iconic red motorbike and uh, kind of the poster where it's the uh, the gang leader walking up to the bike and thing. If you haven't seen Akira, get on it, please, because Akira is amazing. It's such a good film. Unofficial sponsor, Just Watch, will tell you how to it watch it. Indeed, it's on UK Netflix in the UK, so get on it. Uh, another... As opposed to UK Netflix in America. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, another film I watched very, very quickly, if I can remember what it was. Uh, it's gone completely. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, well, if, you, if yours is gone, I also just wanted to say, I watched Nick Cage steal the Declaration of Independence. Did he steal the Declaration of Independence? He did. He said it quite a few times, and then he did it. And then he just carried on, and uh, Sean Bean managed to survive being Sean Bean. That's surprising for Sean Bean. Yeah, I know. I was like, hey, it's Sean Bean. I wonder how long into the film until he gets Sean Bean. But he made it an entire <laughs> runtime without getting Sean Bean. So, what wow. can we say? Yeah, there we are. I'll tell you what the other one was. I watched. I finally got round to watching Reservoir Dogs. What a good film. Um. Yeah, I mean, I quite enjoyed it. For a, for a feature film debut... Uh, I really quite enjoyed it. There's obviously some parts that I don't like. I can do without all of the racial slurs, but not to excuse it, but I imagine that is probably how Quentin Tarantino, from the area he grew up in and stuff, it's probably how people spoke. But uh, for me, he, he I just could... has. A, he's just a bit weird. And every film, there are racial slurs, and it always tends to be his character. That performs them, and I and I just think there's something not quite right about the fella. Yeah, um, he's. But if Samuel L. Jackson's cool with it, then then we should permit it. And I was like, there's 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 not really any need for that well, to be honest. Just just well, cut it out, Quentin. 
fortunately for every moment like that you've got uh, another moment say for example the monologue where the undercover cop uh, learns yes. his joke story and he talks about running into a copper in the bathroom or something and oh yeah the, whole, the commode ho- the commode the, story yeah the whole sequence of him being taught the joke in the car from his mentor and then going to the criminals and telling that whole story and uh, I'm trying to think of an actor's name that's uh a very young Tim Roth plays the cop Tim yeah. Roth yeah you just like it's really cool or another cool moment of course oh, the I probably the coolest moment is just um, the dance around them cutting off someone's ear just like yeah that's pretty rad <laughs> yes yeah yeah it's, it's pretty cool but you know what I, what I liked about that film is that I can't remember what's the old guy's name Really you were about Harvey Keitel yeah just just they, they were pitching it around and that uh, and for whatever reason Harvey Keitel just went I'm going to do that role it's like wait what and he was just like yeah uh, I've seen the script bouncing around I was saying I want to do that and that was never the intention but he was just like yeah I'm in it's like wow <laughs> how lucky is cool. Quentin Tarantino for that that's pretty cool right there um, so moving away from stuff I've watched I've played a, I've, I've mainly been playing one game this month um, so I'm just going to speak about that very quickly so I found myself at a bit of a loose end this month not really knowing what to play after kind of undertaking all these really dark and dingy things and I thought do you know what I'm going to crack out the old Xbox 360 and I'm going to travel all the way back to the year of 2002. Ooh. And I've been playing Medal of Honor Frontline. Hey, good game, good game. How it was is... it storming the beach? Oh, I love storming the beach. <laughs> the storming the beach at Normandy on D-Day is, is really one of the greatest um, openings to a video game of all time from when you're on the boat seeing all of the soldiers around you kind of there's one guy puking next to you they're all kind of standing sitting there hunching over and you've got the guy barking the orders at you at the front of the boat going right T minus 10 seconds to landing and then you kind of get all the surround sounds and oh it's so so good would you say though I had when I replayed it about four or five years back health packs that really threw me for six and also how it's probably one of the last first person shooter games not to have the standard first person shooter controls we now know and love did you have much on adjustment period um do you know what luckily uh this version because i'm playing the original xbox version it gives you a choice of two button layouts so it gives you the option whether you want to play with the tried and tested uh, more modern button settings so right stick to to look left stick to move and strafe and and such like but then it also gives you the option to use classic medal of honor Mm. uh, moving controls so like basically like tank controls with one stick and then the other ones I think is like strafing and stuff so I've been playing with modern controls yeah the only thing I have found jarring about it is the lack of crosshair when you're walking. 
Uh, yeah. So there's yeah. not actually a on-screen crosshair for when you're firing from the hip. You always have to kind of go into iron sights, even with like handguns and stuff. I found that a little bit jarring. And the other thing as well is when you're in iron sights and you're in cover, there's this really, really weird cover system in it that I'd never noticed before when I was playing it on the PS2. So you can kind of... You can hide behind like a wall... But then when you aim through the iron sights, if you kind of hold right on the uh, left stick, you will kind of peer out of the wall. But then if you let go of it, it will reset you back to the the, the position you're in. It's a really, really weird. It's very, very strange for a game of that time to have a really strange rudimentary uh, cover system in it. I've been trying to learn to play the game with it, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I am struggling. But I mean, it's not something that I could I could learn to hate, to be honest. But I mean, I'm enjoying it. It looks, it still doesn't look bad. It's not aged terribly, considering it's nearly a 20 year old game now, because 2002, that's a thing that happened. And it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite enjoying it. I think I'm about halfway through now, so I'm looking forward to getting through that. And uh, I think after I finish that, I've got a uh, rising sun here, so I'm going to be uh, moving on to that shortly after. Cool. Uh, in terms of video games for me, I've been playing a few bits and pieces. Um, nothing much I want to elaborate on, as they will be in future episodes. So, Ooh. shall we move along again? Right, so moving on from one war zone to another war zone. <laughs> so, so tenuous. So, so tenuous. Do you know what it was at the weekend? It, 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 it's not so much the Thunderdome. It's more the DC Fandome 2021. Yay. So I didn't know it was happening until I got six messages back to back of all the trailers to watch Saturday night <laughs> you're welcome by the way <laughs> so I knew I, I knew it was coming uh, because they've been where I where I follow DC and a lot of the creators and stuff on Twitter and things like that they've just been tweeting all the week going DC fandom it's coming it's happening it's all online it's amazing because they did do it last year, which is where we got the look at the the Snyder Cut and stuff. So they've... Car, best film of the year. <laughs> Oscar winning. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. I sat there and I watched the whole four-hour presentation on the Saturday night. I have notes. I did not. <laughs> so we have, we have much to discuss. So we're going to go in a somewhat... We're going to go in a somewhat linear order of what I made notes on, um, somewhat, because I know you may have missed a fair bit of it in the surrounding hype of the Batman trailer, which we're going to get to. Don't panic. Yeah, because um, for the listeners, I have no notes, so Dave's going to give you detailed analysis, and I'm just going on raw emotion. <laughs> you say detailed analysis, but um, there's a lot of stuff uh, where I just wrote, uh, teaser! I came. I have detailed <laughs> files. So, first up, first thing we got to look at at DC Fandome 2021 was Black Adam starring The Rock, which apparently is now in post-production, which I didn't realise. So we've got some behind-the-scenes looks, 
but we actually got some footage from the film uh so basically this footage is the rock in a essentially a black shazam suit and a hood looks pretty jacked as hell and he's got many many muscles um, yeah, essentially he's been summoned by somebody that shouts Shazam like a plonka. As you do. For whatever reason. As you do. And being who he is, he just like force pulls someone towards him using the force. Of course. And then holds them in like a like a choke hold in the air and disintegrates them. Pretty much. And, and I'm like catches a bullet as well. I'm, I'm like I can't wait to see him curb stonk. Zachary Levi. <laughs> so Black Adam gets a thumbs up from me on the teaser scale. So that is out the 29th of July 2022, uh, which was the date they gave. Uh, they also gave some small peeks at some of the costumes featured in the film, such as uh, Doctor Fate, played by Piers Brosnan. Uh, you got a tiny little look at the Hawkman suit, uh, the suit for Psych. Cyclone as well, all looking very comic book accurate. It looks great. All the stuff looks really good. I can't wait to see it in action on on the screen. There weren't really a lot given away, but I'm intrigued more than I was before because before I was kind of like, eh, it's it's just a black suited Shazam yeah. and it's The Rock. Well, so d- different position for me where basically The Rock went. I'm doing Black Adam and then just posted training montage every day for the last 18 months going from super fucking huge to oh my god how is it possible to get that huge (laughs) of course so next up we had a one of the weirdest announcements of the night I think for me personally so it talked about the Flash TV show are you still watching the Flash Matt? Uh, I am officially one season behind. Okay, will you be pleased to hear in season eight he gets a new costume and in the most a weirdest announcement of the night, um, in season eight, Flash gets the gold boots. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. What fans have been asking for since... Not at all. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, what's next? Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, a.k.a. Aquaman 2, again... It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. If memory serves, it was like a uh, video kind of vlog uh, following Jason Momoa around on the first day of shooting back in July. Uh, Saw a lot of cool concept art. Uh, James Wan describes the movie as more mature than the first film. Saw a first look at Black Manta in his full suit with his really goofy helmet. It looks pretty cool as well. Uh, Interestingly... Aquaman gets a new suit. It's a black suit, very similar to the one that uh, Clark Kent Superman gets in the Snyder Cut. Looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. So now, that's been announced. Uh, Date for that, 16th of December 2022. I watched the trailer. I noticed Amber Heard, and I went, the internet's going to be very, very upset. And lo and behold, the internet was very, very upset. And then in other news, I heard that Jason Momoa's been complaining about getting old and needing surgery after getting multiple injuries on the set of Aquaman 2. Ooh, so it sounds that. like it's going to be action-packed. Hadn't heard that, but I did notice that the Amber Heard stuff, they showed maybe two shots of her out of the whole entire thing. I thought, yeah, that's damage limitation right there. There was a lot of furore on the internet going, this looks great, and then she appeared on the internet going, fuck, fuck, no! <laughs> Ban the movie! That gets half a thumb up. Okay, cool. Half mast for Matt. 
Um, keeping on with the Aquaman thing, HBO Max original cartoon called Aquaman King of Atlantis. Yay! Not quite sure who this is for. It seems like more of an animated comedy uh, orientated. Got to see a little peek of episode two. Basically, it's Aquaman and Mira, and she goes, What are you going to do now? And he starts singing to a load of fish and does a song. I'm not entirely sure who it's for, but I mean, great. They're, they're exploiting the Aquaman IP. Oh, okay. It's not for me, though. Okay, this is the first I've heard of it. That's two fun downs from me. <laughs> After all the hard work Jason Moe's done to bring Aquaman into the modern day and be cool, they've gone and basically gone back to the old robot chicken jokes about Aquaman. Even better, you can listen to the song featured in that clip now on Spotify because they made a big deal out of that. Or hear me out here. Don't. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then we got to a small part of the show now where I didn't really take a lot in because I was like, Jesus Christ, this is four hours long. I've got to pace myself. So we moved on to the milestone stuff now, which is a smaller sub section of the DC Universe they've got two new films coming uh, one of which they announced to be Static Shock with Michael B. Jordan producing Uh, there's also an unnamed animated film coming from Milestone Uh, they're bringing back their comic books again I don't know too much about Milestone so I'm very sorry it's very vague Uh, I did notice though the one thing that I did take away from this kind of a section of the panel was uh, the Milestone Initiative, which is pretty cool, which is helping uh, comic creators of colour be introduced to the industry, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Not just creators of colour, like marginalised communities as well, help getting into their, uh, you know, their start into, like, comic creations and stuff, and I think they said as well uh, they were looking for animators and producers and things as well. Very, very cool. I'm quite intrigued to see what this program kind of um what what talent it brings in basically seems like a cool initiative to me then we had uh another really weird announcement uh there was a batman family webtoon do you know what webtoons are apparently they're are they th- like youtube shorts uh, kind of they're like moving comic book things the the best way to describe them is they're like you know like those adverts you get on youtube for games where they're kind of um, they're done in like a comic book style uh no I'll tell you what this does sound though this sounds unnecessary it is um I literally my notes is literally six words long I just put okay then internet comics that move (laughs) which shows you how much I sort of paid attention to that uh Next up, we had the Suicide Squad game, Kill the Kill the Justice League. Um, new trailer. Oh, oh, this is two. This is two very big thumbs up from me. I, I will be getting that and enjoying that. So we had a new trailer for it. Uh, story beats. Uh, for me, I found it graphically very impressive. Pretty funny. It's a lot more comedy driven as opposed to the Arkham Asylum and the Arkham stuff, even though it is made by Rocksteady and it seems to be a continuation of the Rocksteady uh, trends. Uh, it's coming out 2022, no exact release date yet. It's coming to PC, PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S. Only thing that did 
The only thing that did annoy me is there's still no gameplay. That That's fine. It's going to be square to punch and triangle counter. That That's all I need. Um, <laughs> uh, it looks so good. The story looks really good. Um, I'm down for it. Um, I don't see how they could mess up. It's, it's going to be a single player experience. We hope. The only way they could mess up is by putting multiplayer in it, which they won't. So be good well we'll see what happens with the Guardians of the Galaxy game because I think it's going to be I think the Guardians of the Galaxy game is going to take cues from what this potentially could be so I'm I'm curious to see how it turns out though but again we will see especially as Captain Boomerang I knew you were going to bring up Boomerang <laughs> you know you got Harley Quinn Captain Boomerang King Shark but yeah I was down for that and then the whole concept is they need them to kill for Justice League and the whole trailer is the Flash mocking them and I'm like yeah I'm going to kill him <laughs> well I know full well in the game you won't be able to kill any of them but it's going to be fun trying indeed continuing on with the Suicide Squad theme oh I'll tell you what no 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 I'm not quite finished yet I hope it is like the boss run in God of War 3 where you have to kill each god in sequence before you get to Zeus Oh, that's a good shout, actually. Yeah, I. So I in this one, you got to though, kill yeah. all of the lesser heroes to work your way up to Superman. That'd be good. I, I would, I'd be in for that. Yeah, and I bet your Batman helps you because he's Batman. Of course, he wouldn't be affected because because he's, he's Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah, of course. Continuing on with the Suicide Squad theme, uh, this whole little bit was presented by the guy that plays Javelin in the Suicide Squad. Um, it was doing white to camera <laughs> and it's really really annoying and really awkward I'm going why didn't I get my own spin off thing I could have been a great DC character uh, yeah it was so not good but moving on from that anyway uh, we got a first look at the Peacemaker TV show spin off um, which was described as the office as a superhero show uh, interestingly as well terrible um, so it's described as The Office as a superhero show uh, they did like a little panel with all of the cast and James Gunn apparently James Gunn's actually directed five of the eight episodes of the series so to- it's gonna it looks like it's going to be totally consistent throughout the whole thing uh, they even showed a sneak peek of the new uh, trailer um, I'm 100% in for it it looks like a continuation of the Suicide Squad film which I had a lot of time for and it's just John Cena dancing about in his tighty whities and I'm I'm fine with that to be honest. And he hugs an yeah, eagle. It's, it's, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm it, totally in. As much as the thought of John Cena dancing around in his tighty whities is quite appealing to me, <laughs> as is hugging an eagle. I I looked at it and went, Nah, I don't want or need this. It looked to be a little bit too silly. Whereas yes, in a Suicide Squad. He kind of come off as a douche and a bit daft and that. It, to me, it didn't quite fit what his character was in the Suicide Squad versus what it looked to be based on the trailer footage I saw. And I was mm. also just a bit like, not overly, not overly down for this at all. Very strangely. That's interesting because I was, I was totally in for it, hundred percent. Because I, although you came out a little bit colder on the Suicide Squad, where I enjoyed it a lot more, I think the tonal carryover between the two looks to be very similar and obviously I've got a lot of time for James Gunn anyway um, so I'm 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 in for the TV show 
I'm yet to be proven wrong by James Gunn, to be honest. I don't think he's put really, in terms of his filmmaking anyway, I don't think he's really put a bad foot forward at any point. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll watch this, but I, I have very low expectations going in, which does mean I could be blown away. True, very, very true. So, following on from that, um, Superman and Lois, season two. Really don't care. What's next? Uh... They had a farewell. They had a farewell Supergirl panel. Really don't care. What's next? Star Girl. There was an end of the series look. Don't don't <laughs> care. What's next? Ba- basically, all of the CW shows now are on board of. Moving on then, uh, because this this little bit here was done in the uh, the Superman uh, bit of the show. Uh, there's a new Superman cartoon coming called My Adventures with Superman literally no information except for the fact it's in production they showed a couple of stills and it's very anime looking fine waste of time then what's next hey it's everybody's favourite franchise DC's League of Super Pets Not interested. Next, like I've got to keep you on track here. Um, <laughs> so far, you, you're throwing a lot of shit my way that I'm just not interested. Okay. In. Um, Doom Patrol. Do you still watch Doom Patrol? I, I actually watched the pilot, and I need to watch the main season. I, I think it's uh, potentially it could be one of the few DC shows I still watch. Good news. Series four is coming. Series four. Fuck. How far have I fallen behind <laughs> in a year? Series four is coming. They're filming right now. <laughs> that was it. I thought there only. I thought only one season had aired. Considering I was that as well, I thought that as well. Yeah, that came as a bit of a shock to me. It was um, yeah. Here's the bit that we're all come. Here's the bit that we need to unpack the most, and this is why we had to keep the beginning bit so um concise. The Flash movie. They showed a teaser. My notes. Here we go. My notes. In order. Teaser, I came multiple times. Keaton, Batmobile tease, multiple flashes. Supergirl, the years, still in production, out 2022. <laughs> okay, we need to unpack this. That's not a bad summary. Uh, yeah, so straight away you get the intro voiced over by Keaton going, you can travel to multiple universes at any point in time. Why do you want to stay here? And I'm like, because you're fucking Michael Keaton. Why wouldn't I want to stay here? <laughs> Of course. Uh, Flash looks to to have got a new suit, much better than that fucking jagged space shit he'd got. Got a power ring now, cool. Yeah, multiple versions of the Flash, great. Uh, I like that. I, that's one of the things I do like from the TV series where they go all timey wimey, ficky fucky, and, and you get multiple versions of the same character at the same time. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, ultimately, it's a Flash film, but like all good films, it's about Batman. <laughs> Yeah, so I took and, and yeah, just just the end of the trailer where it looks like they've gone to the back cave and you're like you in, and it just kind of slowly pans up and sees like the back of his cowl. I'm like, yes, there he is, and he's even in his suit like he was in the eighties. My boy, oh, it's gonna it's, it's gonna cry, kick people in the face and everything. Yeah, um, oh, I'm, I'm so down for that. I, I've got no fucking clue who the villain is or what's going in on in the film other than Michael Keaton's there as Batman and I'm like yes 
and I hope the Flash stays there so every future Flash film will be good because Michael Keaton will be in it. It looked to me like they're doing a very, very... Uh, it looks like they're doing Flashpoint, to me, which isn't a bad way to reboot the universe as the DCEU as it currently stands. So for people who don't know, the Flashpoint story is basically when the Flash travels back in time to save his mother from being murdered, and it causes a huge cosmic ripple of events throughout the whole universe, including uh, Nazi Wonder Woman and uh, Thomas Wayne is actually Batman because Bruce Wayne has died and, and things like that. A whole cosmic ripple throughout the universe. I did take away two... Basically, basically, Biff gets to sports almanac and fucks history. Much better, thank you. <laughs> but two things away from the trailer in that Ezra Miller, uh, one of the alternate version of the Flash, is wearing the suit that was teased earlier this year through the uh, the, the, the director's um, instant. It's, it's a Batman, Batman suit, isn't it? Spray painted, and you can totally see it in the um, in the trailer that it's the bat suit that's been sprayed. I like that. That's cool. In universe, that makes sense to me. And the very very small glimpse we got of Supergirl. Uh, looks pretty good. I know they they've kind of had to show it because they've they've caught her on set doing floating and shit. Where is that in the trailer? Can you describe that what, to us? Supergirl. Um, yeah. It's the two flashes, and then there's another person on the other side. That's Supergirl. Oh, can you not tell? Okay. I just thought that was no, another version. No, I just thought it was another version of the Flash. You can see the outline of her hair, and she's got the. To um, be she's got honest. I saw very little other than just Keaton radiating around the back cave. It was very hard to focus on anything other than going, oh, that's totally the cave from the 80s. That's totally the cave. I don't give a fuck about these people. That's totally the cave and everything's in the right place. That, that's more what I, I was getting from I it. mean, that's fair. I mean, I did as well. I've gone back and watched it again since, yeah. but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did I, and I totally missed Supergirl because I'm like, oh, the cave looks so good. <laughs> Keaton looks so good. <laughs> Assuming it's Keaton. Yeah, and I've not even seen him in... I've just seen the back of his head. And, and I'm like, yes! It's the other thing as well yes. in the trailer. I think there's there's a shot of, like, a floor, and it looks like there is, like, a uh, Batfleck cow on the floor that's kind of bloody and stuff. You might need to go back and watch the trailer, mm. so I'm, I'm really, really curious how this is all going to tie together. Really looking forward to this. Like I say, uh, it's out next year. I think it's... It said in production at time, but I think they've literally wrapped within the last day or so. Okay, so we should be here in so post-production. probably going to get post-production, and I imagine reshoots will probably happen probably probably sometime in the new year, I would imagine, because it's standard for reshoots. Yeah, it'll be when they go, we've got a good film here, but if we cut all this flash we put more stuff and just focus and just have the more, more Batman, this could be a really good <laughs> film. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Like, I'm, I'm just fascinated to see uh, Keaton back as Batman. I'm curious to see the villains and how it's all going to fit in. Where you go, uh, Ezra Miller's Flash is quite like modern day superhero, whereas Keaton's Batman is very old school in terms of quite simplistic gadgets, quite simplistic mm. fighting. But as we all know, he's, he's Batman, and I'm curious if I'm going to get to see him fight uh, Affleck. That'd be cool. Oh, having two Batmans fighting each other on screen. Oh man, that'd be cool. 
<laughs> well, we've seen we've seen that in Batman Beyond, where there's an episode where time travel happens, and old Bruce Wayne in the cave faces off against the young Batman, and old Bruce Wayne naturally wins because he's Batman plus fifty <laughs> years, and it's just a really More cool practical. sequence. And you're like, yeah, basically, <laughs> going. The thing you have to remember is, I remember how this battle went down 50 years yeah. ago, when True. I was you. So, you're like, yes. Uh, and I really hope they double down on the time travel and get really fucky, like Ezra Miller time travels back. Then goes, I've made a mistake, and then time travels back. So then there's two of them there going, oh, I've made a mistake. Um, like they do in the TV show where uh, Barry creates a time clone of himself to sacrifice one of them. Uh, I think we need all that kind of silliness. That'd be great. I just want like Back to the Future <laughs> and steroids and, and True. Batman. True. Unfortunately, we're going to move away from Batman now. To, to, to more Batman? Um, kind of. They actually showed a clip from the new Injustice cartoon, which is adapting the hugely successful uh, NeverRealm games, which has spawned off multiple uh, comic book iterations and such. And they've looked now to have adapt, adapted it into a cartoon um, at the time when Fandome was happening it was due out and it was an exclusive look at one of the scenes uh, I believe it's actually out today time of recording or tomorrow is it R can't remember is it, is it proper are we going to get looked, to see Superman punch a hole through the Joker's chest and grab his heart Um, I I hope so but the clip they showed was basically event the event that causes uh, the world to explode. It looks great. It looks super gritty. It looks super dark and horrible and violent. 110% in. Not usually one for the DC animated films, but this one I think I'm yeah. probably going to have to but give a watch. When it looks, it's Superman it looks great. completely losing his shit and turning into a dictator and destroying half the world and killing multiple heroes who get in his way you're like how, how can we not be down for that exactly exactly it looks great it looks phenomenal uh, moving away from Injustice there was a Blue Beetle panel there's no real details at the moment but oh boy it's coming uh, following on from that we had Gotham Knights uh, we had a story trailer this time so it looks like there's no Batman or Jim Gordon it's just literally the Bat family so in the trailer we saw Batgirl we saw Robin, we saw Nightwing we saw the Red Hood um, again it's a story trailer there, it looks to be adapting the Court of Owls storyline from the New 52 sweet uh, I love that storyline so much. Uh, they talk to actual creators of the story. They actually talk to uh, Scott Snyder, who wrote The Court of Owls and his inspirations for that story. They they talk to Greg Capullo as well, who was the artist on that series, kind of talking about how he got his inspiration for these owls and things like that. Um, I've got to admit, the trailer did sell it a little bit more to me. I do want to play it, but rumours of live service for this game are extremely off-putting that's a big switch a lot off of talk of it, mm. Mm, it's a lot of talk of it being a live service and if it's anything like the Marvel's Avengers game made by uh, Squeenix uh, nah, nah fam I'm good yeah nah like live service in general is a big no-no yeah, no, industry it, needs to move away from that I'll pay an extra uh, 10 quid not to have live service stuff <laughs> 
True. Um, hasn't got a date, a definitive date as of yet. Just the trailer said 2022. Right. So right. we'll see where it goes when they release some gameplay footage and stuff. But mm. the people who are working on it seem like they were having a good time. But then they would. It's all B-roll footage, so you can't show bad stuff in a B-roll. Yeah, and again, it's like they're not going to show the sweatshop workers and, and people being screamed at and doing excessive crunch, are they? Exactly, exactly. Mm. Um, moving away from that, do you watch Batwoman? Nah. Well, they talked about Batwoman number three for the um, Batman section of the show now because they uh, right. divided it up into three different bits. Uh, I personally haven't watched it since Ruby Rose left, and I haven't really gone back to it. Uh, big takeaways from this I got was apparently they're now doing Killer Croc in the show. Did you know that? They're doing Killer Croc? No, I'm, I'm not bothered at all. It suffers the same fate as all the CW shows. Uh, interestingly, yeah. I saw Ruby Rose was in the news recently talking about how shit the working conditions were. Well, she was Batwoman, so that's interesting. Oh, really? Oh, I'd miss that. Mm. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. This this does not bode well. That's conveniently timed, then. Um, the most interesting thing from this was the fact... Are you aware they've got Batwing on the show? Yeah, and he's played by uh, Thingy's son. Well, the character is Thingy's son. Yeah, uh, Lucius Fox's son. So, yeah. um, the quite cool thing about that is they've actually let uh, the guy who's playing Batwing on the show he's actually writing a comic book featuring Batwing now that is good okay. which is quite cool He there was there was one quote in it that actually made me genuinely guffaw it was something along the lines of oh DC were really re- were really great they'd let me pick anyone from the Rose Gallery except for the Joker I won't forget that DC <laughs> yeah uh, which yeah. which just creased me up to no end um, yeah. Moving on, we've got a new Catwoman uh, animated movie coming out called Catwoman Hunted. Uh, looks really, really good actually. Um, it's coming out in February twenty twenty two. It's done in an anime style. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. It's kind of uh, a heist film between her and uh, Batwoman. Looks really good. A lot of fun. If, if you haven't seen it, find the trailer, look it up. It looks pretty good. Okay, I'll check the trailer out for that. Uh, then we had a... Uh, it's at this point where we moved on to animated films and they literally chucked out five names. Uh, first film they announced was Constantine House of Mystery. They've got Matt Ryan back. He's doing a voice. Yay! Good, good for him. I like consistency. Uh, they're doing Teen Titans Go in DC Superhero Girls Mayhem in the Multiverse. Okay, fine. Uh, they're doing a new Green Lantern film called Beware My Power. Okay, fine. Uh, interestingly, they're putting out their first ever full CGI movie, and it's called Battle of the Super Sons. No information about that, but it's a full CGI movie. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, and then the last one they announced was Batman the Long Halloween Deluxe Edition in 4K, which I'm assuming means it's going out in 4K and they're combining parts 1 and 2. Because, got to get that dollar dollar bill. Yeah, that sounds very likely. Okay. Batgirl. Do you know they're doing a Batgirl film? Uh, yeah, I thought it had been cancelled because Whedon... 
No, oh, oh no, you better believe there's a Batgirl film coming. So they've cast Batgirl. This was this came out in the press a uh, good few months ago. Apparently, Les- Leslie Grace is now being cast as Batgirl. Cool, fine, haven't got any problems with that. Uh, director said that they cast irrespective of race and age. Again, pretty cool. I'm all in for that. Uh, Christina Hodson is now on board. Wrote who wrote the script uh, replacing Joss Whedon because fuck Joss Whedon mm. <laughs> uh, they've already this the big there was two major bits of news in this bit here one of them's coming up right now see if you can spot it um, she's going to have the cowl and red hair yes I'm serious that was an announcement that had to be made because the internet was losing their shit because they did not cast a white girl as far as I can tell um, so they've that gone, yes, they're going like to have the, the cow and the red hair. Yeah, uh, apparently it's currently in pre-production. And they showed an image of Batgirl on right. doing a Batman-type look. Um, it's coming. She is vengeance. Oh boy. She is the knight. She is oh, Batgirl. Oh, oh boy. It's coming. Did you know it's coming? Because, yeah. Um... Moving on, more Teen Tight, more Titans. Did you watch the Titans TV show? Uh, I did the first season, and I'm, oh, either halfway through the second season, or I finished the second season, and I can't remember how the second season ended. So it did a great oh. job. Oh, good news! New series is coming! Yay! I'm I'm still waiting for more Batman. That's it. That's all they announced. There's more Titans coming, and they showed a bit off of Teen Titans. Um, it, it has yeah. it has the opposite problem of the CW, where it wants to be a family show and do all of that mushy relationship stuff, but it's but it's not but it's what not. we want. It's not what we want. <laughs> no, it's, it's just not. No. Stop catering to teenagers and cater to the thirty somethings. <laughs> cater to you, <laughs> basically. Alright, we're nearly there. I promise. I'm on the last page of notes now. I promise this has been going on for a while. I'm surprised by how much shit they announced. Did did they really need to do it over a four-hour thing? Like Some of those things sound like they shouldn't have even bothered announcing it. This is my thing. This is my thing. We're going to get onto this in a bit. Okay? Uh, They showed Harley Quinn, Series 3, the cartoon. It's coming. Oh, boy, it's coming. They showed off animatics. And they specially produced a stupid little short with Harley Quinn and King King Shark going, Yay, welcome to Fandome. They spent money on that. I don't know why they spent money on it, but they spent money on it. Um, I love the Harley Quinn TV uh, cartoon series. So, yeah, of course I'm going to watch Series 3 regardless of whether they showed animatics or not at Fandome. But it's coming next year. Yay. Moving on, this one you're going to be interested in. We're going back to Batman now. Uh, Batman Caped Crusader. Have you heard about this? No. So, Batman Caped Crusader. uh, It's a spiritual succession... A spiritual successor... A spiritual successor to the animated series. Okay. I'm liking the sound of that until probably what you're about to tell me next. Okay, so the producers on board they've got is Abram, JJ Abrams. Mm. Oh. Uh, we've got Matt Reeves, who's just finished directing The Batman. Okay, up slightly, yeah. 
Yeah. James Tucker. Means nothing to me. Uh, the one that you're going to get excited about, Bruce Tim. Okay. Right. Who was the original producer on Batman the Animated mm. Series back in the 90s. So, um, so uh, had they brought three the main... people on board to smack J.J. J.J. Abrams about to go, look, when we do TV shows and movies and films and things, we actually plan out the entire story. We don't just freewheel <laughs> it. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, so the main pull line I got from this was a quote from Bruce Timm. Mm-hmm. So this is probably going to set alarm bells for you, but for me, I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, the quote is, going to do what we weren't allowed to do back in the 90s. The 90s, you could do anything. Well, I don't know. Apparently, it sounded like Warner Brothers really had a tight leash on him as to what they could so, and couldn't so is do. It, oh, no, it's going to be more like the Batman versus Harley Quinn animation, isn't it? Just gonna have like I, Robin perving over all the women. Oh no! I don't. I don't know. That um, animated they said film they're leaning, was so shit. I said they're leaning into the forties noir uh, and kind okay. of okay, um, that kind of yeah. look of it and feel of it. Mm. Apparently, they created a short for Batman seventy or for something. Uh... I can't remember what it was now, but um, apparently it's going to be very similar to that, and the uh, animation they showed for that looked pretty good. Um, hasn't got a date on it, but oh boy, it's coming. Does it have a Kevin um, Conroy? They've not said. Hmm. But but oh boy, it, it's coming. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. Don't don't you forget. There's there's more stuff coming. Okay, so moving on from that, we got into the uh, non-superhero part of the evening with a four-part limited series for HBO called DMZ. Uh, This looked pretty good. Uh, Not really a lot I can say about it, to be honest, because it was kind of... This was about three hours into it, and I was like, for fuck's sake, show the Batman trailer. This is how Um, I'm feeling now. I just want to talk about the Batman trailer. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's a four-part limited series for HBO Max set during Civil War Two in America. Oh, whatever that means. Uh, the one we're about Ava to Duvernay, have. Yeah, Ava DuVernay is directing. Cool. Uh, Rosario Dawson stars as the lead as well. So cool, whatever. Um, some of the stills they showed, and yet more B-roll footage because God, everybody loves B-roll footage. Um, yeah, looks pretty good. Uh, they showed some stuff as well for the adaptation of uh, Brian Michael Bendis's series called Naomi. Looked pretty good as well. Um, I don't really know a lot about that character, so I can't really say anything about that, unfortunately. But, oh, they, they're coming. They're, they're coming next year. Oh, boy, they're going to HBO Max. You better believe it. Uh we're nearly that. I promise three more things, Matt. Three more things. Just just bear with me. Okay? I think he's died. He's dead. I killed him. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. The tumbleweed. I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, Shazam. Fury of the Gods. There's a new Shazam film coming. Guess what they showed? Would you like to take a guess? 
B-roll. Oh, spot on. Got it. <laughs> it's Oh, boy. It, it's coming. 2023. Uh, it, it's coming. I wa- oh, oh, boy. I watched it earlier. Um, we- I, I was less than impressed and just... Yeah... Just don't like they showed it. off they showed off Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu in the villainous roles cool okay I didn't need to see the b-roll footage though please stop showing b-roll footage I beg of you okay, yeah we're if, nearly if, there if it's not ready just say it's happening or don't and just wait till there's a trailer or don't and just release it unexpectedly or, or in we're, case we're of nearly that, there. just just don't we're, we're nearly there two more things Hey, Matt, did you ever watch the Pennyworth TV show? Uh, no, I didn't, thank fuck. Hey, did you know that, that DC is still trying to make it a thing? Yeah, why? Why? Did Did you know, did you know, it, it's currently in, it, it's on season three now, because I sure as hell didn't. How? I, I don't know, they're filming the new series at the minute, and... Why? The, one of the actors had a terrific moustache that's all I took away from that <laughs> I don't know how oh. I just don't I just don't know God. then okay we're there finally there okay so final part of the evening well it wasn't the final part it was the main part that everybody was focused on because I read the chat during the show and oh my people just went shut up and show us the Batman so after three hours and 20 yeah. minutes they showed the fucking Batman trailer after some waffle from Matt Reeves Robert Pattinson and uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter what's her name fuck so- me Zoe Zoe Kravitz yes couldn't think of her name god damn it um yeah 4th of March 2022 is the goddamn Batman so basically my notes here um looks like the darkest take yet there's more Clive Owen uh Robert Pattinson does a tase uh, Nirvana back in track the Riddler's more evil and it's almost a serial killer I love it uh, March 2022 cannot get here soon enough let's discuss discuss I'm going to let you take it because I've been speaking so much young Batman repeatedly punching people in the face and like Catwoman next to him looking horrified because he's lost control yep down for that Batman driving a muscle car. Yep, I'm down for that. The Riddler being a full-on serial killer fucked up dude. I'm down for that. However, based on him wearing bandages around his face, a certain proportion in a guy that better not be the Joker under there. This better actually be a Riddler and not just a fucking Joker in disguise. You better not try that shit. Let's just have a decent Riddler, please. That's interesting because I'd read online that people are going, are they adapting Hush? Yeah. Mm. Possibly, hope, maybe. I, I mean, hope, an adaption of Hush would be good, but not as your first outing. No, no, God, no. Uh, Penguin looks good. I can't wait for Robert Pattinson to punch him in the face repeatedly. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Clive. We got more footage of Clive Owen this time round, and he does look phenomenal. You say phenomenal. Why are you saying Clive Owen? I thought it was Colin Farrell. I don't know where I got Clive Owen from. It's Colin Farrell. 
Yeah. Oh, like, I'm so tired. You said it like a minute ago, and I'm thinking, fuck, is Clive Owen in this film as well? But it's Colin Farrell. It's mate. not. It's Colin Farrell. Yeah. He's I've that good an name. actor. You, you completely mixed him up. I did, yes. It's because I was thinking about shoot him up when I was watching it, I think is probably what it mm. was. So, yeah. Like, even Andy Serkis doing fuck all as, like, Alfred Pennyworth with just a huge scar down his face. I'm like, we're getting Earth 2, Alfred Pennyworth, where he's fucking hard as nails, ex uh, SAS, probably taught Robin Patterson how to punch people in the face repeatedly. I'm down for that. All I need is a scene of him with a shotgun taking out people when Batman gets overpowered. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down for that. And, like, just how the trailer ends of, like, the car chase, the big explosion, and then it's filmed upside down of just Batman getting out of his car and walking towards, not Clive Owen, Corin Farrell. <laughs> and you just like, yeah, uh, this is truly Batman Begins. It looks so, so good. Even the relationship between uh, Batman and Catwoman. It looks fantastic as well. Um, honestly, I really, really can't wait to see this at the cinema. I'm, it's going to be a day one for me, I think, for sure. And it's been a while since I've done a day one for, for anything, especially in these um, German festive periods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 100% down. It looks so much more darker than... Christopher Nolan could ever dream of. Well, it looks like a Batman film. It does. It looks like a gritty, grimy, horrible, noir-esque Batman film. And to be fair, with Matt Reeves on board directing, I'm expecting pretty good things, because have you ever seen his uh, Planet of the Apes films? I haven't, actually. They're Um, they're fucking great. Those monkey films are bloody good. uh, And they did make a lot of money. Uh, no, they did just, make all the money. just everything about this, just the more I look at it, and even from the announcement, once I got past the shock of them casting Robert Patterson, because poor Robert Patterson, everybody remembers him for Twilight, when really that was just a small part of his early career, which he was just doing for the money. And he has said, he has said as much. Yeah. As well. And since then, he's starred in some really good films and done some really good roles in that. And he's relatively young, so you could have him portray a young, angry Batman, and then depending on whether they want to have this as a one and done, or whether they want us like follow him over a ten-year period or something. Uh, you know, it's going to be a trilogy. It doesn't have to be. They could just do one every few years just to show how he's progressed, and it'd be interesting to see how his character progresses be it in his suit his attitude to go from completely deranged to to more restrained and and in control um Mm. i'm 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 down for this i just really hope that we don't get a joker bait and switch no i'm i'm done with the joker in in media for a little while to be honest yeah we've done it we need respite and we haven't had a good riddler depiction um, even the Riddler in this in the TV show of what I watched it was a bit naff, uh, and that was the fucking Gotham one because let's have a Batman show about Batman without Batman in it because we're fucking idiots. Um, yeah, even the Riddler in that was all right, but nothing special. So I'm, I'm very interested, and I really hope that with all the serial killing that we actually get some decent riddles, and it's not 
I have numbers on my face, but you won't find 13 any place. It's clock. It's a clock, but I don't know what it means. Enigma. Edward E. Enigma. <laughs> like, all, all right, Val, calm down, mate. Like, I know, I know you're trying your best here, but it's Jim Carrey. It, like, who else would it be? He's the only other person in the city with a personality. Of course it's him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But this Batman film looks absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, looks really good. I'm I'm yet to be, you know... I can't see how it can go wrong. I'd like... I hope it doesn't, because it's got a solid groundwork there. Again, like you said, Rob Pattinson, absolutely inspired choice to play... Uh, the world's greatest detective even Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle uh, Catwoman absolutely inspired choice she's been in some great stuff as well mm. um, to unfairly put her down as just uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter like I did at the beginning of this when I was trying to think of her name it, it's a bit of a disservice to be honest but um, yeah I'm really really looking forward to this this, this full trailer that we got um, yeah really cements for me the world that kind of they're going to be We've got a better look at Gotham, what what we could physically see of it anyway, and yeah, I like I'm really liking what they've done with it so far. Yeah, um, it's so yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there March it, March the fourth. It's ticking sure. all the right boxes. It doesn't have horrible boom boom <laughs> noises. Yeah, um, it looks realistic. But in a comic book way, which is what we need. It's very much it, it does remind me of Batfleck. I know a lot of people don't like Batfleck. I do like Batfleck. Reminds me just of him, but 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 sort of a younger, more angry version. And you're like, that's kind of what I want from my Batman. Now that I'm older, I just want him to be a bit more either when you're portraying him as young, I want him to be fucking unhinged where he's still coming to terms with everything. Or I want him slightly older where he's just done with everything. I kind of don't want yeah. Batman in his prime anymore. Personally, just I based think, on all the exposure. I think the thing is as well, like you said, um, we've had so much of Batman in his prime within media, whether it be cartoon series, uh, TV series, mo- motion pictures, you know, video games and what have you. We've had so much of that. So to get a different take on it it's kind of refreshing in a way I'm just hoping Nate, Nate, actually I'm praying that we don't see the, the Waynes get killed again we, we we better not we better not if they do I I'll sound a... like you in the cinema I'll go oh for fuck's sake because <laughs> I think they've been killed more than um, Uncle Ben at this point so we yeah again when we watch the Spider-Man film, I'd better not hear Toby or Andrew talk about Uncle Ben. Oh, I'm be so fucking angry in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but honestly, really down for the Batman. And and the other thing I forgot to mention, I was so happy in the Flash trailer when the Danny Elfman theme started coming towards the end. Do you know I didn't even notice the Elfman theme, but yeah, I totally believe you though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it after this. Yes, yes, Batman, give me more Batman. (laughs) See, this is fan fan service catered to me. Um, to to you, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think we said in probably one of our earliest podcasts, did I not? That I want, I want 
Keaton back as Batman. They should have him come back and play Batman for Batman Beyond. We need yeah. Keaton back, and then finally Hollywood's finally fucking listen to me because I know best, and and it, and it's happening. <laughs> Um, so basically that's um, DC Fandom they did I, there was another bit that I've read today that I didn't even bloody realise they announced during that Fandom was that uh, Wonder Woman 3 oh boy it, it's happening Patty Jenkins is back oh, it, it's happening well um, that's fine I hope they've learnt the lessons from the second one haven't seen Wonder Woman 88 yet don't but I hear mixed things, so I'm, I'm willing awful. to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's yeah, awful. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's they need to try harder. That they need to mm. go. This is the hero. This is the villain, and this is the story. We won't do multiple villains. We won't do bringing back the dead boyfriend because she's a mopey whiny person. No, that's not what I want from Wonder Woman. I want my Wonder Woman to be very much like the new 52 Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love ice cream. Ice cream is wonderful! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been doing your Joker impression this episode. I know it's terrible, isn't it? Again, I'm coming off the 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 back of a nasty a nasty illness. So, but yeah, that's DC fandom. The main thing I took away from it, to be honest, is why announce all this stuff when it's not ready? Why show B-roll from a film that is literally just finished shooting? Uh, in reference to Shazam. Why are they showing? Why are they showing one concept art for a Batgirl film that's they've literally cast one person in it? You know why? Why are they? Why have they announced a Superman TV cartoon series that's in production and show maybe three screenshots of concept art? All they all they had to do was start it by going, look, Dwayne the Johnson's Black Adam, and ain't he a badass? Cool, he's going to curb stunt Zachary Levi. And everybody would be like, yes, that, right, down for that. All they had to do then was show the Flash trailer, and everybody's like, fuck, Batman, yes, Michael Keaton, yes, time travel, Biff, Back to the Future, yep, I'm down for that. And then just finish with um, the the Batman trailer and everyone was like fuck yes let's put it this way if they'd just shown those three things and even the fact that Marvel have delayed all their films you would have gone that's because Marvel's scared and that would have done wonders for DC if they'd just shown those three things which are, to my opinion are their strongest three things coming and they're three things that are furthest along so we'll be here soonest and I would have left it at that yeah, it was just, like I say, I mean, I sat through the whole entire thing. I sat through all of the jabbering heads. I sat through the majority of the panels. And honestly, I was I was exhausted. There was so much. And like I say, I struggled. I, I started off taking really in-depth 
notes and towards the end of it I was literally writing one line two lines they just showed so much and stuff that we're not getting for years yet that's the thing like I said this this my adventures with Superman we're not going to get for another easily another year and a half two years this this new Batman T cartoon that we're getting the Cape Crusader one yes it sounds great oh it sounds great the talent they've got on board so far but that's not coming easily for another two, three years yet. By the time Matt Reeves is finished with the Batman and the whatever TV show it is he's doing with it and whatever Jabrams he's doing at the moment, you know, why are you showing us all these things, you know? And why, why are you announcing that The Flash is getting golden boots for the TV series? I don't... It just boggles the mind. It's just... It's literally a case of throwing stuff to the wall and seeing what sticks. I think rather than just go out like Marvel do and have a big press event and going, right, this is what we're doing. This is our outline. I ain't telling you nothing else except for that. I think I think DC could probably learn a thing or two because the way they've done it is literally like, here's a panel of... Um, Fucking Blue Beetle. Oh, it's coming. And and Static Shock. Oh, oh it, it's coming. You you better believe it's coming. And then the Batgirl thing was just, like... It was embarrassing because they had the directors there. They had the writer there. They had, they had who they've cast for it. And they showed one piece of concept art. And they said, oh, yeah, she's going to have the cowl and red hair. And I was like, come on, guys. Really? Did you need to... Did you really need to, to announce that? You know... Surely you can just confirm or deny in the press and just do it that way. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. I really, really don't like get it. Say, they, they could have saved a lot of money and just shown the free trailers over like a half hour period or like 20 minute period. Like they could add a bit of a preamble from The Rock, then show his little snippet. They could add a little bit of a preamble from say Azanella or the director of The Flash got into it and then they could have a little talk from Matt Reeves and then just showing the trailer like yeah uh, I don't I don't understand why they had to do a big whole kind of uh, press junket online press junket around it I'm, I'm I'm totally lost why because like I said that thing was like nearly four hours long and I sat through the whole thing because again hashtag content um, not really because I've made you rush through a lot of it because I'm sitting here bored to tears listening about it well no literally everything I said to you was anything that really kind of took my notice or took my fancy and that's not all of it there was other like uh, comic booky stuff happening and there's some, they're doing some new Superman hats and stuff and it's like really just yeah, I like don't, I don't I don't I, I don't get care. it. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's gonna be people excited out there for like the new Batwoman TV series because she's teaming up with Alice and they're doing the Mad Hatter and Killer Croc well, and stuff. Maybe they should. There's gonna be people excited. Maybe with they that. should have done it. Across, I didn't even. They should have done it across the day ago. Ten to eleven is CW idiots time, and like twelve till one is proper adult time with proper decent trailers, so you don't have to watch the whole bloody thing to get what you want I mean this isn't even including the DC Kid fandom which happened the day after because 
that that was a thing that I looked at. Yeah, I, d- I don't very care. nearly watched, and then no, I don't care. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not sitting through that. Yeah, um, because it doesn't. Because it just doesn't do anything for me, and I probably missed a lot out of that, unfortunately. So I do apologise, but I'm not. After watching that four hours Saturday night, I was exhausted. And it got to Sunday, I was like, I could watch this or I could rest. And I was yeah, like, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rest, yeah, <laughs> to I'm, be honest. I'm, I'm tired now. We've been going for an hour and 40, which isn't long really, but I'm, <laughs> I'm bored, I'm tired. That all just sounded awful, yeah. bar the three things. Let's, so, um, let's, let's wrap, wrap up. And let's wrap please, this up. Please, next time it's your turn to watch it because I'm not watching it again. <laughs> And here we are, several days later, and I am absolutely fine. Yay! Sorry for the poor audio quality of this section. Normally we do it during the recording, but we were so tired that we didn't. So (laughs) you're getting it afterwards. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Do you agree, disagree? Do you think that the fandom ultimately could have been a lot more concise and to the point? Why don't you get in contact with us? We're over at Twitter as at anyonepodcast. We're also on Facebook. Just search for us. You will find us. Longer rants, rambles, considerations can be sent via email to anyoneforseconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave us a like, rating, review on your podcast platform. It joins us. It helps us grow the podcast and we can affect more ears. I promise, not, not virally like I was. <laughs> anyway, see you next month for the next side.